was looking for in my new opportunity to coach were three things. First thing I was looking for, there's some solid youth with a lot of upside. The second thing that I was looking for, a pretty good NHL player. The third thing that I was looking for was a guy 19, and there's no doubt that we have that here. So my three check marks were there, accepted the position with the Flyers, ready to answer any of your questions. Mr. Vino, Mr. Vino, uh, you're a veteran coach, new town, new team. What are your plans for developing the young talent? Give me time here to, uh, to understand uh, what I'm working with. You know, older veterans might not be able to perform at the same way that they once were. Uh, I want to get to know one of those uh, young uh, youth pieces. I firmly believe that talent has no age. Mr. Vino, uh, everything we've heard about you is that you prefer the older players. What does this mean for younger players like NAK? It seems to defy everything we've heard about you. Sensing from your question that this is an issue here, I firmly believe that talent has no age. So if a guy 19 can step in, they do that, then uh, you're going to win more games than you lose. And now, these gender-bending multi-platinum superstars inflection you put on the vino for this guy like you know where where's the touch gonna Who, be yeah who's gonna butcher it first well basically. who's gonna who's gonna butcher it or like what's the degree of frenchifying you know because jackson's gonna love it too oh yeah that's like, a, he'll get like a ton of different uh ways to pronounce uh, it and elaine <laughs> vino yeah. is incensed uh -huh. you know Jackson might refer to Vino a, a little bit differently. That's not what podcasts are about. You don't. What's the name of your podcast show? The what? Well, fucking right, boys. Sometimes you call it Furbs or whatever, but you know it's just it's just shortening down of fucking right, boys. And you're listening to it right now. Another goddamn Philadelphia Flyers podcast. Well, they need another one because, uh, as far as I know, there are. No Flyers podcast. I am right? not aware of the existence. God's honest truth, there are no other Flyers podcasts. So, yeah, the world does need another. Just tired of not yeah. hearing enough great Flyers content on the internet. There, there's nothing you can really, you know, hear, relate to that sounds, you know, kind of like you're, that's actually a real fan. Someone that understands the game. But they kind of, you know, backtrack because the name's one thing. What's in a name? You know, he's got Vino and Elaine. He's got some extra letters in Alan. I'm hoping he stays a little orange. I think it's confidence. It's a guy that's, you know, not afraid of stepping outside the box, even yeah. if that box is his house. His box is like 47 wins. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Ford's, you know, plus you, you get a few degrees here or there. 50 wins is a big year. Flyers haven't won 50 games. What was it, 2011? 2012? They, no, they didn't. It's I, something we could Google. We have. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look that up. Actually, I did Google. The last time they won 50 games was in uh, like 1985. Get out. Yeah. Not even in the 90s or anything? They nope. Get... First two full Laviolette seasons. Mm-hmm. Where they're only above forty-five, that's crazy. That really is, because when when you stop and look, and it's like you're only winning 40, 45 out of eighty-two games. Kind of makes you appreciate a fifty-win season a little bit more. Yeah, let's see what Elaine, uh, what Mister Wine's top season was. He's he's had three fifty-win years, fifty-four and fifty-one in eleven and twelve. With uh-huh. Vancouver, and then 53, 53 wins with a Rangers team, and their roster was... Top scorer was Rick Nash with 69 points. Nice. But yeah, I mean, I I could see him uh, guiding this team into the, you know, future of second-round defeats. Right. Or I could see him guiding this team into the future of third-round defeats, really. Yeah, because it's a whole new decade of that. By the way, uh, in case you uh, are just tuning in, the Flyers fired Dave Haxtell. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's the first, like, legitimate long-term NHL coach that any of them will have had since Laviolette was fired in, what, October 2013? I don't think they had very much respect for Mr. Haxtell. Oh, not... Well, I mean, especially Gossip Bear's comments are pretty funny. He's like, you know, the one who's like... You know, he'll talk to you. Gordon would actually talk to me, which was nice. And, you know, he's a normal guy. He's like, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, Hack wasn't normal, but uh, he was different. It's going to be, like, weird for these dudes to readjust to, like, an actual coaching authority in the locker room. Instead of a guy who's like, can't wait to figure this out with you guys, you know? (laughs) I don't have much. You guys know what's up. I I don't have experience (laughs) either, but, man, I can't wait to learn. So you're not, like, super worried about the young guys? Not at all. This is a familiar Frenchman. A good Frenchman. Um, I gave up after De Gaulle. (laughs) (laughs) Just (laughs) no trust. (laughs) No love lost. The the French loved him, though. He was that classic triple-crossing Frenchman, which, you know, shoot, pass, score. So, Giroud, De Gaulle... (laughs) What kind of what numbers do you, you think DeGaulle would have put up in the in the queue? In the queue? Playing for Ramuski. I could see him chucking up about 60 Genos, you know? It's a, 100 Appies in there. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He was very elite <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He was out. He was making plays. He was going away. He was getting, you know, checks and money on money to go out and, you know be, you know, completely disavowed from his own country. And they loved him for it. So do you it's think Chuck Fletcher ball. even tried? Some Philadelphia area uh, hockey sport blog did like an interview with some like Rangers fan blogger or something. He's just like, this coach is shit. This is why D'Angelo never played. I don't put any stock at all. In jilted Rangers fan bloggers. Well, and Zavinia said the same the same thing too, where he was like, "We didn't have first round picks. We didn't have prospects." And uh, did his rundown of the the former Canuck players. This guy, he's like in jail now. 
And then the, this <laughs> other dude, like, I don't know, he went and pursued his rap career. It's just like, these are trash players. Like, since 1967, uh, no coach has won Stanley Cups with multiple teams other than Scotty Bowman. There, there you go. Like, Bowman's like, a big name. Bowman's a big name that's out there. Was he on? Was he on the list? You're, they went outside the box. They went outside the Flyers family a little bit, and they got Chuck Fletcher. But is he a guy that's then gonna think for a big name like a Scotty Bowman kind of higher? Which Paul Holmgren probably considered. He Scotty probably, Bowman is now out there. He's like 191 years old. Right, so he's alive. There's a very large fucking fly in this room. It's nice. That's good. It means the weather's getting warm. Usually when the weather gets warm, there's not much Flyers hockey going these days. There haven't been you know, many playoff wins. Ugh. I yeah. don't remember being hot and watching Flyers hockey. I would like to be hot and watch <laughs> Flyers know, hockey. Yeah, hey, man, you can do that in the wintertime. You got a, you got a heated blanket? Like, do you want to charge us? Like, there's ways to get warm. I like the, the idea of bringing back the 4 team. That was, like, kind of the last, like, really close bond I had. Because, like, you know, 2010 came out of nowhere. Like, it was good to have. But 2004, that was, I think also age-wise, that was very close. And, like, let's bring, let's get Caden Primo. You know? Caden. Like, Caden and Kasperi. Bring exactly. Back the 014. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get. All let's right. Get young so let's Primo, go prospect hunting this Young Cabin in. Um, who else can we get? Ronick's got to have a kid out there somewhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> playing age. Might, right? Look at the, like, come might on. Might not have his last name. But <laughs> right, exactly. But he's, he's got. Out there. Yeah, two and three. Got a couple prospects. Arizona. Talking about San Jose. Talking about Chicago. Yeah, Yeah, there's plenty of places for little Ronix to be running around right now. Yeah, the thing is, he's going around on the road, and that—that's what prospect hunting's about. And that's where you go, and you find that—that's how you get (laughs) talent. So, yeah, and just running, running down that. um, Yeah, Ronix. I, I don't know about Simone Gagne. Doesn't who else was it? old bastard yeah so you could build uh just rebuild that 04 um so go heart straight up for caden primo yes who's yeah. he with who's got him montreal montreal yeah. yeah yeah and then who else you got casperi coming out of toronto you could probably do that for uh the 11th <laughs> hey. uh oh i was gonna go um with like one of the big hitters like knight and a third because <laughs> toronto toronto's having cat problems so they are. They've got to. They got to just give away their shit. Well, that was, know, that's the rule, right? I do love. I, it is funny too, and we think we have it bad. Where you're talking about, you know, last playoff memories, but last series was won in 2012. So that means you know, last time they made it to at least the second round. I and mean, I was at seven years ago. But for the Leafs, it's been 15 years since you've won a playoff series. Their drought is like the only one longer than the Flyers. So I just hope we cross the finish line. You know, just yeah. you know, you gotta want to bust that before they do. But do you think it's like even more majestic? Do you do you want to like resign ourselves to um to like Cubs style fandom pre whatever that was twenty sixteen? No, just be like, all right, maybe it's a hundred years, but we're gonna feel so much better about it. We're gonna Absolutely talk about not. it nonstop. No, because you don't feel better. You know what would feel good is like all of a sudden you come out and it's like. Just won three in a row. Yeah, that's the, this is what happens now. He didn't think of it, but but he did. So I had all right. So this was a thought that depressed me uh, when I remembered I had it. So when the Penguins won in 09, I remember looking at it, saying like, "Okay, you got to your third, uh, you know, before we did." Mm-hmm. Um, 
Mm. And you'll probably get to your fourth. But I think we'll get to our fifth before uh, you do. And uh, that ended up being wrong. Yeah. So my, yeah. My yeah they made, it, they like made it to five. And and the Flyers haven't no. won yeah. any since then. So that's since then. Since the Flyers <laughs> have not won the Stanley yeah, Cup so in the last in two years. The uh, the forecast for this problem. year as well is looking kind of bleak as far as I don't know. Well, well, the one thing I'm encouraged by is that uh, Alan Vigneault's <laughs> uh, Wayne Wine. That's his name. Uh-huh. Yeah, so... Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. Spill the Wayne. Uh-huh. Alan Vigneault. Oh, yeah. Um, so Alan uh, Vigneault, right? Correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. Vigneault. I can tell if it's a long E you're doing... Or if you're skipping the is A it, part. Is it a soft end. alt at the end or a yeah. hard alt? I, I had a really astute point to make. I think it was something about like... About the coach? Well, that was where we ended up talking about the thing about the Penguins. The yeah. winning the cost of five. Of them. Uh-huh. So, and the Flyers haven't won it in two years. It might be more, but I haven't checked <laughs> in since the Penguins won their fifth. I gave up on hockey. As you shouldn't. Yeah, I, I, I actually... The, the last cup, the, the most recent one the Pens won, to me, that, that never happened. I just completely block that out yeah I it did. took a couple bad calls against the predators and just like fuck these guys like i i watched the clinching game of that series in a boston bar mm-hmm. and uh, that's depressing bad. enough feel bad about it yourself. sucks because yeah. you're in boston um mm-hmm. and the you know like the bartenders and like dagger comment is like like well i didn't want to see the pens win it but at least suban doesn't get one Oh, the, fuck. get the fuck out! <laughs> you can't be serious. <laughs> That's what you're rooting fuck for. This. God, one of the and you know, super talented, but maybe the most unlikable player of his generation, Sidney Crosby, at least to opposing fan bases, at least most opposing fan yeah. bases. Okay, I didn't want him to win, and he did I'm it. But God damn, at least it's not fucking Supan. That yeah. get you done. Not happy about it, but hey. Yeah. Well, and I guess me the only fuck the people in Nashville, right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I, I think it's it's too much better for the doubt. The, for the guy bartending in Boston, right? Then he is like, this guy. He's near guitars and shit. You know, <laughs> like he. It's a little bit warmer there. Um. You know. You know how sometimes they get in the south. Like fuck him. No Stanley Cups. Like let let's give one to the Penguins instead. So yeah, I guess that's. Right. So I try to not give the Boston man too much credit. Conor McGregor never told you to drink Jameson. And that's yeah. the most Irish guy you know. So well, other he's than Patrice Bergeron. Patty Bergeron. So Because oh man, imagine if he had a name like Claude that like Bostonians couldn't have easily turned into like Pierre. A, like, Pierre what? Bergeron. I don't know if they never, <laughs> they never probably demanded. Ran him out of no, town. Yeah. Send him back to the Canadians, yeah. you know? <laughs> but the second they found him, oh, Patty? Oh, mm-hmm. Patty Bergeron. Yeah. That's a Boston guy. Uh-huh. Bergeron, like Tom. Tom Bergeron. Also, he's a Boston guy. No, he's Guaranteed. a Canadian guy. Bullshit. I can't believe you to say the Panthers aren't winning the cup. <laughs> That's a bold prediction, man. <laughs> Quenville. Right? And five Russian guys with a hundred million dollars each. In Miami. There you go. Cup soup, motherfucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing to do with the NHL season. What's going on in what's going on the Florida Panthers right now that like adding a uh, like winger for like ten million dollars and a 
kind of temperamental goalie for like eight and a half million dollars. What's that gonna address for the Florida Panthers that they suddenly become like the fucking team? For the Panthers, I also you know you look at it. It's it's a business. It's entertainment. You want no one goes to Panthers games. Warm weather, blondes, tennis players, money, hundreds of millions of money, fast cars, (laughs) speedboats. The best player in the history of the NHL, Artemi Panarin. Yeah. That, I think, is roughly the equivalent to building, you know, an unbeatable team. And then Panarin could easily become a ghost as well. He could disappear just as easily as Pavel Bure. What happened to Pavel Bure? Is there something I don't know about? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm just mean, like, you know, kind of visibility that, like, he can get his contract. He might score some goals, but I, I don't think... I don't think the Panthers th- are doing thought, any damage. I thought Pavel Bure had been, like, kidnapped or something. <laughs> he didn't, it was one lying. of the Fedorovs. It was one or both of the Fedorovs. 2006-2007. So the Flyers used 49 skaters and five goalies. 54 uniformed Philadelphia Flyers. In the course of one season. The last thing I want to do is make you guess a player. Uh, Michigan man. All right. Age of 29. Uh-huh. Forward. Playing on his third team in the previous two seasons. He played 34 games for the 2006-2007 Philadelphia Flyers with a, right. a very symmetrical four goal, four assist, eight point output, and of course was a minus nine. So a fair a fair amount of run. What about his, his number? Is it in the 20s? No. Randy Robitaille? No, that is incorrect. Okay. Yeah, this guy uh, made it in more than a third of the best season in Philadelphia Flyers history. All right. He was Uh, 29 at that point, and he played two or three more seasons in the NHL. Ah, Mike York? Yep. The old old peppermint fatty? Yep. Uh, Man, he was so bad. You know... Call in any time. Leave it in the comments, right? Yeah, fine. All right. Uh, in honor of uh, new Philadelphia Flyers head coach, um, Alan Wine. Yeah. Hey. We drank a bottle of wine this. And not to be too unprofessional. Um, we're never going to do that again. We're trying mm-hmm. to be... We, we want to be your intermission guys. And yeah. to get there, we're going to have to be drinking at least two bottles of wine before every game. You know, and I'm sure Clement, too. Bill Clement. Noted, uh, unophile, <clears throat> you know, it's about wine. There's no, it's, it's someone that's like, they love wine. They're like a wine pervert. They're like a sick little okay. wine guy where it's like that thick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what are, what are the legs on that? How's it swirl? I feel like, like these are just all breathe? slurs for, for the Quebecois, but all right. No, 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 <laughs> no. So Continue. That, yeah. So that's what it's been. <laughs> He's in, so you could ask, you know, some other people about wine, but I, I think it's important to, you know, it's not against the Quebecois. And so with that, I mean, we hit the Eric Desjardins Rico hour. Right. Uh, that's yeah, about all the all the time we have. We cover everything. We no. got. We hit the vino pretty hard. Yeah. So if I, if I, fucking right, boys. Yeah. Does anyone get a good fucking right like a fucking right, boys? Like who who did it this week? Whether the boys or a boy. I don't want to hum Vino's nuts too much. Like we like him, he's good. Where it's coming from, like way, way down here with that little shriveled stiff of a man um, who's the previous coach. 
And, you know, before him, you know, the one... Don't talk about Cashman that way. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) He does deserve a better fate, though. You know, just for for sticking around, for taking his lumps. You know, that's a a good old-school hockey guy. So he gets your fucking right boy? Wayne Cashman? No, absolutely not. Wayne Cashman? Really? That's your your hero this week? No, No, that's not him. I'm trying to think... Cause I don't want to get on Vino too much. Like he's he's good. He's he's done. You're already better. on Vino too much. Mm. Who do I want to give the first? Who is the the fucking right boy? I gotta give it to Nate McKinnon. Yeah. You see how he is out there, and everyone's a Ronick. Right, and someone's sponsoring right, that. But he, he is right. He is a a dangerous, powerful, just hockey player right now. Where you know you see him, and that's just that's my fucking right boy. You know, Nate McKinnon. I I have to think a little bit hard about who I'm who I'm fucking right with uh, mm-hmm. this this week. I would say uh, prior to the other night, I would probably say Pecorine for the fact that the Predators hadn't been swept yet. Probably their yeah. series is split mm-hmm. thanks to him not ha- choking, looking looking still not just as tall, yeah, right? looking more flexible than he should be, and like more maybe paying more attention than like anyone else on that team is making some saves and shit so would have been then they got blown the fuck out so uh yeah Nate McKinnon I'm lazy Nate McKinnon alright fucking right boys fucking right